ACC covers country. Chris Jansen's getting in on something that I don't really understand, but it's sort of making more sense to me now. And Remy, this is right up your alley, really. Mm, I don't know about that. Chris Jansen is releasing his first NFTs to his fans. And before I lose you out there, I do think that he's doing it in an interesting way because it's making something that seems so intangible a little more tangible. So it happens like this. Whenever you go to his fan page online, you can click this button. It says, get your first free Chris Jansen NFT. And it'll give you like one of three things that you're going to get. It's kind of like a like a raffle. Yeah. You're reaching your hand and you see which one you come out with. The most common is a 20% off merch coupon. Cool. The second is two tickets to a show, a signed harmonica and 20% off merch. And the best of all, but most rare is assigned guitar and two tickets to a show and a harmonica and 20% off merch. So I kind of, as somebody who's not into the techie meta crypto world, I think this is a fun way for an artist to introduce NFTs. That makes it seem, it helps you see the value in a more tangible way. Because I know who else recently did this? Like Michael Ray released an NFT. Jimmy Allen. Jimmy and at And for both of those, I was like, I don't really get why. Yeah, it's just. But this, I can see, I understand the value. Yeah, it's just like, uh, and I just looked at Jimmy Allen's NFT that he released, and he released multiple, like, different ones, but the main one sold for 500 bucks, like $550. So essentially, if you own that now, that can go up in value as Jimmy Allen's, like, as his his fandom rises, if you will. So but he becomes like the next Kenny Chesney or Tim McGraw, and you you paid $500, $500 for that NFT. Maybe in 10 years, it's worth 5000 or 500000 Yeah. And you can sell it again for, for that. So it is kind of just like gambling or making bets. Not, I shouldn't say gambling, but like kind of making bets on what you think is going to, what's the word? Like- It's investing. It's, it's investing, like yeah. things that are going to be more advantageous- in 10 years than they might be right now. Yeah, the NFT thing is still a little wild for me. I still don't fully grasp it, but I know that it's something that's coming. I mean, look, back in the early 90s, people were like, the internet's not going to be a thing. Now we live there. So I feel like this is just another one of those things that's just a little ahead of its time (laughs) and we'll eventually get there. So uh, kudos to Chris Jansen. I actually did this and I got the Chris Jansen Signature Harmonica Second Bronze Edition Digital like piece of art. So that's it. That's oh, it's just that's a piece of art. You're not getting a signed harmonica. Well, not, and that's not what I pulled. It's basically a grab bag. So you, you, you put in your number and then it delivers you. This is another thing I'm kind of confused about with it. Is it just the NFT of it or is it an NFT of like a coupon that you, or a voucher that you can then like turn it? Well, like you said, um, one of the perks of this NFT is that I get a 20% off merch discount. At ChrisJansen.com. <laughs> as you can see, still a little bit confused, but I think Chris Jansen, and I don't necessarily see it as like investment opportunities for Chris Jansen to be putting these things out, but I think it's more of like, oh, this is pretty cool. Let's try it out. Let's yeah. have a little fun. Yeah. And we're going to be having a lot of fun with Chris Jansen at Jingle Fest December 17th. Those tickets are available at 923WIL.com. So yesterday was Faith Hill's 55th birthday. And of course, a lot of people were posting saying, hey, Faith, happy birthday. Tim McGraw made a cute post to her, made like his own. You can tell he did it himself. It's like a collage video of 
photos of her throughout her career and their life together. Yeah. And he posted that to socials. But what really grabbed everyone's attention was that their daughter, Audrey, posted a throwback video. This reminds me, I feel like she got it from a news source in the 90s. It reminds me of like a 60 Minutes okay. clip all about Faith Hill, like at the very, very beginning of her career before things were just about to take off. I'm just a, a country girl that happens to sing. I, I love McDonald's and I love Wendy's and I love Frosties and chocolate. and it, I love all that junk food, potato chips and dip. I eat them all the time. But I guarantee you, a year from now, I'll be saying salads are my favorite. The most important thing is that I want to be happy with what I do. And if I can, if I can obtain that, then... I'll be doing okay. She just looks so young. Yeah. And I I feel like I don't peg her as a like a McDonald's lover now. Really? <laughs> she's probably right. She's pro- I mean, she probably has it every once in a while, but I would imagine she's like, you know, organic vegetables and things like that. I don't know. I think about Tim and Faith. I think about Faith specifically and now that she's just out of the spotlight enough that she can do whatever she wants and doesn't ever say anything about it either. Yeah. You only hear from her like once every so often. Yeah. That's cool. That's, that's a good reminder of like how these people are humans because you, you put them up on a pedestal every once in a while, but they are, they're just, they're just human beings like you and I. Right. This video <laughs> is so cute. You have to go back and watch it. We've heard and seen a lot from Kelsey Ballerini since announcing the divorce that she's getting from Morgan Evans. We haven't heard much from Morgan Evans until now. What do you do? Well, I'll tell you what he did. But first, I mean, Kelsey's released an entire album. I listened to it over the weekend. She's performed at the CMA Honors. She's released music videos. She had a star-studded birthday. Given a home tour to one of those Welcome to My Crib magazines or video series. And he has been very upfront and honest this entire time that he was not aware that Kelsey wanted this divorce from him until it was literally happening. So now he's back in his homeland of Australia and he's sharing a new song at his shows and it's called, How Long Has It Been Over For You? actually super heartbreaking obviously nobody knows the insights of their relationship except for them so who's to say what's true and what's not never like there's always a his story her story and the truth but i think this gives you a lot of insight to where he's at right now this also seems to be the their i guess the whole thing with their relationship is that he's not he was never in the spotlight in their relationship. It was always, whenever you talk to him, it was always, how's Kelsey? You know? And I feel like he's not the outward kind of guy. So now we're hearing from him in this way. And we're like, oh, wait, you you didn't know you were having issues? You, this wasn't a thing? Like, and who knows? Who knows the deeper story? Like you said. But it'll be interesting to see how uh, this all pans out here in the next month, two months, years, years ahead to see what exactly happened. Because I'm sure she's going to do an interview at some point and totally open up, or he is, and totally open up. Yeah, I think either way, as I said, when we first found out, this is good for both of them. 
for their relationships, for their selves, and for their careers. But we'll see what happens as the future comes. KC Covers Country is brought to you by Offenberg CDJR in Shiloh, 179 Rams in stock at Offenberg CDJR. And you can see that full song. See the video on our Facebook page and Instagram story. A new baby is arriving in the country music world. Early 2023, John Party and his wife Summer are welcoming their first child. Hey! We got the announcement last week, but I, f- I guess there was too much going on. We've got to talk about it on air. But Summer says that John Party, he's such a big kid at heart, always the life of the party, and has so much positive energy that it's easy to imagine how much fun the little party edition is going to be for their family. It'd be interesting to see how John Party changes if he does it all. He is so, I mean, you, you, you think you know him from his music and then you meet him in real life and he's exactly how you would imagine. Like he is the good time Charlie. He's staying out late. Yep. He is throwing them back. He's energetic. He's pacing around the room because he can't sit still. Cusses a lot. Yep. <laughs> and so tall. Yeah. Well, they have a similar story to some other country couples that we've heard from and that is that they got married two years ago and immediately decided they wanted to expand their family but after two years of trying and no luck and going to doctors and not feeling like they could get the help that they needed they just decided to put the idea on pause the whole journey of you know expanding the family having a baby let's just let's just not for a sec and hang out and enjoy life together and then that's when it happened yeah yeah, it's uh, it, and and I know that getting pregnant can be a struggle for a lot of people, but a lot of times it's a it's a mental thing. If if it's not like a medical issue right. or something like that, just taking your mind off of it for a little bit seems to help. That's what Summer says. She says the moment it happened, it was a surprise, but not like in an unexpected way, more of a exciting, relieving way of wow, we weren't even thinking about it for a while, and it just happened. So the video of how she told John that she's pregnant is on our Instagram story. She essentially she, they got a brand new boat and it's massive. And she was like, Hey, there's a huge scratch on the back of the brand new boat. And he's like, What? And he goes out there, go to look, goes to look at it. And she had put the pregnancy test on the back of the boat. Oh, gotcha. But that's the funniest cool. part is that he sees it and he's like, wow, that's great. Where's the scratch, though? <laughs> Remember how in shape Kenny Chesney was when we saw him back in May? That's the first thing I noticed. Well, I'll tell you how he stays that way. I'll spill his secret. But on the side, he was recently invited to run with Ashton Kutcher. Imagine Ashton Kutcher calls you up says, hey, man, you want to go on like a half hour run with me? What do you say? I instantly believe I'm being punked. But you're not. But it's real. We'll have a good time. We'll go talk about all the things that are totally relatable to each other. (laughs) So Ashton is repping Peloton because I guess he's training for a marathon. And he's having other celebrities and big artists come in to train with him and do like one run a day, one half an hour run or longer than that. Mm -hmm. So Kenny Chesney is the first guest because he says Kenny Chesney's music is uplifting, heartfelt, and a lot of fun. All very true things. This is not Peloton bikes. This is Peloton treadmills. Yeah, I forget that they have a bunch of different... They have like the the rower now and they've got the treadmill and... Exactly. just have a whole Peloton home gym now. So now we start... Ashton is starting a series where he kind of is interviewing these bigger acts while they're on a run together. Our guest, the great Kenny Chesney. I have never ran a marathon. What he's doing is very inspiring. Probably a part of it. I'm going to run today like I'm out on a gravel road. (laughs) I don't know whether I need to do a shot after this or kiss my wife. One or the other is going to happen, though. (laughs) So, 
I want to know how they're having a conversation 25 minutes in to this run. Yeah. Because I wouldn't be able to... <gasps> I wouldn't be able to talk. Yeah, this always blows my mind when people go running with a partner or whatever. They work out and with a partner. Chatting. And they're just chatting up. Like, I, if I'm running, I am in my headphones and I am not saying a dang word because I can't breathe. Which I guess it kind of makes sense. This is what Kenny Chesney does for a living. Like, he's running back and forth on stage and he's jumping and he's dancing and he's still singing and sounding very good. Yeah. Very well. I don't know. So I guess I understand it from Kenny's point of view. But still, it's very impressive to me that they're on this run together. And starting today, if you have a Peloton treadmill, you can actually watch this half an hour run with Kenny and Ashton as they motivate you and get you through it. And I'm wishing I had a Peloton. Really? Why not? I, I want to go running with Kenny and Ashton. It, it seems Name two cooler guys to run with. It seems so expensive. Like, can you imagine well, yeah, having the Peloton treadmill, having the bike, and having the rower in one room? No. And what your monthly subscription to all those amazing trainers would be? No, I can't imagine <laughs> having any of those things, and that's why I don't, because I don't have that cash. <laughs> Luke Bryan was booed on stage in Iowa. So random, first off. What's what Iowa do? got to boo about, you know? Yeah, right. Oh, Luke Bryan's there. What? I mean, <laughs> whoa, Luke Bryan. He made this comment. I hope you can understand. If not, I'll translate for you after. Y'all know I'm a I'm a Georgia Bulldog fan, and I'm, we're gonna whoop all y'all say. Y'all are booing me. You know that's the first time I've ever felt like Blake Shelton. Just do not put that on YouTube. Too late. Someone did. Anyway, he said, you know, I'm a Georgia Bulldogs fan. Yeah. And we're about to whip up on all your... Booties. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that or not, but he's about to whip up on you. And that made the crowd go... Nah. Yeah, you know, a good not way... Not a cute joke. Uh, a solid way to alienate the crowd that you're playing for is just to, you know, make fun of the team that they all love so much. I feel like Luke Bryan, as he gets older and deeper into his career, he's getting more and more ballsy with the things that he's doing on the stage. And I'm not just talking about falling off of it. Yeah. Could you imagine if Post Malone would have been here a couple weeks ago in his in his uh, Cubs jersey or something? Right. That's about what we're talking about here. Especially right. when it comes to college football. I know People that get uh, rowdy. real rowdy. But I think some things are better left just unsaid. Yeah. I mean, we all know you're a Georgia fan. It's fine. Like you said, imagine if Post had come in a different jersey. I mean, that's what makes it so special when Dan and Shay wear the Cardinals jersey. When yeah. Post comes in a Blues jersey, it, it automatically makes the crowd feel a little bit more loved by that artist. Like, oh, they know where they're at. They're not just at another stop on the tour. Yeah, this is also Luke Bryan we're talking about, who is okay with ruffling feathers every oh, once yeah. in a while and is also like, I'm Luke Bryan. What are you going to do? Right. I'm still going to... You still, still paid money make, to come to my show. Still going to make hits. Let's go. <laughs> and he had to add in a little Blake Shelton dig. I feel like he's full of those lately. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Blake Shelton's full of them, too. So <laughs> that's nothing new. Anyway, the video, it's going to be on our socials. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, all at 92.3 WIL. From being named Artist of the Year to Songwriter of the Decade, some of our country artists are getting big new labels. CMT has named their Artists of the Year. What does this mean? They're, are they having a award show? No. If I'm being completely honest, this always feels like CMT gets bored around September, October. <laughs> and they're like, let's just shout out some people and have a ceremony for them. <laughs> So this year's artists, it's always plural, of the year, Carly Pierce, Cody Johnson, Kane Brown, 
Luke Combs, Walker Hayes. Yes, three of these artists have already been CMT's Artists of the Year. Um, and CMT says that the Artists of the Year are artists who have dominated in the last 12 months across all CMT platforms. So I guess like obviously music videos as well as charts and things. They've got number one albums, number one singles, and entertained millions. Are they still boycotting Morgan Wallen? I don't think so. Because I feel like Morgan Wallen is missing from this. Oh, okay. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's I'm, my only, uh, that's the, I'm trying to think of who else could get snubbed. Obviously, Walker Hayes had a big year with Fancy Like. I don't love that there's only, there's five artists here and only one of them is a female. It feels like they could have done a little bit better on that. Yeah. Um. Carly Pierce had a huge year though. I'm not, yeah. Carly Pierce, this is huge for her. It's just like, you've got three people that you had last year, but you can't pick another woman. I yeah. don't know. Anyway. The CMT says that Carly, Cody, Kane, Luke, and Walker all represent vibrant futures of the country music format as they defy convention and break industry records and genre barriers. Yeah. So, I mean, we can't discount that they are all awesome artists and doing really cool things. Yeah. We're excited to see all of them whenever they come to town. So, Luke Combs at Bush Stadium next year? What? Exactly. Let's go. Like I said, they're going to be having a ceremony honoring them all on Friday, October 14th. That will be aired on CMT. And I just couldn't help but get the feeling as I was thinking about like... As I was thinking about this event, I couldn't help but get the feeling that artists are going to be like, man, we got six award shows to go to every year. <laughs> now you're going to make me do this too? Girl, I did it last year. Yeah. That's how... I mean, that's... I'm, I'm telling you, someone's going to have to start, like, bowing out of the awards category, like CMT or ACM or, you know, I feel like CMA is always going to be around. It's getting to be too much. But, yeah, we just need to to merge. Yeah. <laughs> Merger of all award shows. Like, we get it. <laughs> An unlikely pair of friends that I think is really cool is actually Craig Morgan and Jelly Roll. Do you know I about this? this? I love this pairing so much. They kind of speak up for each other when the other one's not in the room. And I think it's really nice the way that Craig talks about Jelly Roll and sort of like speaks up, like comes to, not that anybody's coming after him, but like says awesome things about him. Jelly Roll's not trying to be a country singer. He's trying to sing music that he loves and likes. He's a real rock star. I mean, you know, he's completely tatted up and, and just come from a different background and a different world. That's what's wonderful about music, man. It can bring people from completely separate worlds together. In the same way that I'm always there for my family or will be, I'm always there for Jelly Roll. <laughs> wow. Word. I was A... Craig is very hyper in this. Yeah. B, I'm going to cry. Oh. They're the best of friends. Unlikely, but the best of friends. Yeah. In this interview, <laughs> they talk about how the first time that they met or the first time that Craig saw Jelly Roll perform, which was on the Grand Ole Opry stage, he said that in that moment, he felt connected because Jelly Roll had gone through some things. He'd seen them, some things in his past. Yeah. And I don't know what they necessarily have in common or what skeletons are in each closet, but whatever it is, tied them together so much so that now they're boys. And also in this interview, Craig Morgan got into a little bit about like, there is space for Jelly Roll in the country music scene and on country music radio too. And 
He doesn't like when people say that, like, oh, if you're pop country, you can't fit in, or you can't, or this ain't country. He's like, I know the difference, but but I don't agree with the fact of um, shutting people out. I'm going to disagree with you. The genre has done what it's doing right now as far back as you can trace it. There was a time when people said Ronnie Millsap was a pop singer, and Ronnie Millsap still managed to get songs on country. And now he's one of our heritage artists. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it's always done that. It kind of sways back and forth. And, there, and I, I think that's what makes our format the biggest format out there. Mm-hmm. That's true. I love the idea. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. And if anybody is listening that can make this happen, <laughs> a Craig Morgan jelly roll show a show yes okay no like a concert where they both perform oh, i'm imagining like a tv show craig morgan headlines jelly roll opens they do some collabs during craig's set i love that idea and if you are a concert booker you're welcome a for that booger. idea <laughs> well, i do want to say that i think a tv show would be funny too or just like not a whole show but maybe just like those mini episodes that they can post to social media or to Facebook watch where it's like Jelly Roll and Craig Morgan. Today, they're going fishing. Let's yeah. see what crazy things they say. Oh or today, gosh, they're yeah. telling stories. It'd be really, really good. I know. So whoever it is out there, you're welcome for these awesome ideas. An old photo, probably, I don't know, 40, 50 years old? No. I don't know. <laughs> Has just been uncovered featuring two legends. Johnny Cash was hanging out with the Royals back in the day. I mean, it happened at least once as Johnny Cash's daughter, Roseanne Cash, who is now also a musician, if you didn't know, she has the picture to prove it. She posted it up yesterday, a photo of her late legend of a father with Prince Charles at the time. Now he's King Charles. Oh, okay. And it's not anything posed or staged. It's pretty candid. They're like having a conversation somewhere. And the king, he looks like to be about 20-something at the time. It looks a lot like how he did whenever he was crowned. And I mean, Johnny Cash passed away in 2003. I want to say this photo is from like the 70s. Yeah. Or the 80s, probably. Is that a thing? Like, if you get super famous, is a trip to Buckingham Palace on the list just to go hang out? I don't think it's just that. I feel like this must have been taken at some sort of party or social gatherings of some sort. I'm I'm not sure how Johnny Cash and the Prince of Wales would have ended up in the same room at the same time. Mm -hmm. But they look like they're having a nice little chat. Maybe I'm just thinking of Elton John. I feel like he just hangs oh, out at the palace. He, <laughs> Sir Elton John, yeah. Sir Elton John, That's yes. why. He, they, they've knighted him and now he's allowed over anytime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she posted the picture and she captioned it. I've been debating all day whether or not to post this photo, but it's just too good to keep under wraps. I expect a lot of captions, but none I haven't thought of already. So go right ahead. So I'm just imagining if this photo has just been hanging out in her house yeah. all these years. And what photos she probably still has. I mean, when your dad's Johnny Cash, to you, it's probably whatever. But to us, we're like, oh, you've just got pictures of your dad and the king. I'm kind of afraid to go through those photos, if I'm honest. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Johnny Cash was a rock star. It's not the first encounter he had with the Royals, though, because a song on his very last album from when he was alive, the song is called 
the man comes around. That one was actually inspired by the queen herself. Okay. So I don't know what kind of relationship he had with the royals, but he had one for sure. Lainey Wilson and Haley Witters pranked John Party on stage. These girls are funny. I love it when artists are just having way too much fun on a tour and not like the on stage part, not the music park, but but with each other. Yeah. So John Party, he just announced their first uh, child is coming. He's expecting his first child next year. Uh-huh. And so it looks like the girls have been having a little bit of fun. They crashed the stage during his performance in giant baby outfits, the bonnets on their heads, the bottles in their hands. I don't know what they put in the bottles, but they were squirting <laughs> it into each other's mouths. They're running out and dancing behind him, but I don't even know how long it took him to notice that they were even back there. Yeah. And then I don't. It must have been some sort of liquor that's in the bottles, because then they're squirting it in his mouth. That's a lot of fun on stage. I feel like they're having a really great time. But also, <laughs> last week they dressed up in giant corn on the cob outfits and obviously went out and danced with the crowd too. If you're shocked. <laughs> And I posted both, vid both videos to our Facebook page. You can follow us at 92.3 WIL because I like seeing the behind the scenes action of tours when it's not the work stuff, yeah. when it's the artists making friends with each other. I do love that this is still, you know, continuing to be a tradition. I feel like Brad Paisley is probably the number one prankster on any tour that I've ever known. He went so far as to prank us one time. Mm -hmm. We had a dunk tank out in front. Like it's you know how hot it gets at the amphitheater. Right. Dunk tank is actually kind of a good idea, but a couple of those guys stopped by and they were like, "This is from Brad Paisley." It was giant bags of ice. Oh! They shoved that in the water, and then it wasn't so pleasant anymore. Oh my god! Like ice bath every single time you got dunked. But uh, Brad Paisley will, in my in my opinion, goes down in the Hall of Fame for most pranks. But I like that there's the younger generation coming up doing the same thing. I'd like him to start touring again. I'd like, to, I'd like to see a resurgence in Brad Paisley's career because I know that he'd have tons more stories just like this one. Yeah. Like I said, the video's on the Facebook page. You can find us at 923WIL on the Instagram story also. Thomas Rhett's come a long way since he started and not just in music. I would say, okay, if we can call Thomas Rhett anything, like give him one word, it would be... Uh, father. <laughs> Daddy. Stop. <laughs> Enough. I was like humble, modest, maybe. <laughs> he recently spoke about how his biggest muse, aka his wife Lauren, and he have both grown so much over the past decade of being together. And since that's when his career really started to take off, his new album is called Where We Started. And it's all about their life back then and how it's changed up until this point. With the whole outlook of where we started, for me, I kind of look back to when I first started in this career, when I first got married, and just looking at Lauren and being like, dang, 10 years ago, you and I were riding in a Sprinter van with eight other dudes in my band, and we were doing 300 shows a year. And, you know, looking at our life now with four children, and by the grace of God, I've had a little bit of success in this business. And it's kind of wild to look back and ask yourself, you know, if I could tell my 21-year-old self, this is where you're gonna be, this is crazy. I don't like how he says, 
you know, I've had a little bit of success. Come on. That's what I honed in on, too. There are people grinding out there, getting like (laughs) a thousand views on TikTok, thinking that's a little bit of success. He needs to be like, yeah, I know. I'm basically the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah. Well, he did do, he did the grind, right? He just said, and maybe he was exaggerating, but I don't think so. 300 shows a year, you know, playing in bars and and just touring the country and going to wherever will have you. And that could be two, three hundred bucks a night. You know, it's not even that much. Now he's making two or three hundred thousand a night, you know, whenever he plays. I think it's funny that he mentioned he and Lauren riding in sprinter vans with eight other guys. Because I'm just imagining Lauren sitting in that smelly, nasty sprinter van with all these other sweaty dudes after a show thinking, someday my man's going to be rich. Yeah, right. Someday. Don't you stereotype us? Exactly. Like, like eight dudes in a van is smelly. Um, it might smell really good. No, it doesn't. It might smell like a forest. It doesn't. Casey covers. <laughs> it has been a pretty big week for Kelly Clarkson as she finally got her Hollywood Walk of Fame star 20 years after she won American Idol. Since then, she's created an awesome career in music, but mostly in television on things like The Voice and now her talk show, The Kelly Clarkson Show, which I will say is very good. And I'm not like a midday talk show kind of girly. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. I've seen Kelly. I do I do like her more than the Drew Barrymore show. Oh, okay. Hot takes. I know, right? <laughs> I also like, I like that Kelly does, like she sings, she does karaoke. She has musical guests on and sings with them like Blake Shelton earlier this week. If it's anybody else, wait for the time, know what to do. And P.S. This is She always sounds great. Yeah, I feel like if I was to identify with any daytime talk show host, it would have been Steve Harvey. But he's not gone. He's he's not there anymore. So it's definitely Kelly Clarkson. Whatever. I'm just he's joking. He's not there anymore. No, I don't think so. I think that's why Kelly Clarkson and Drew Barrymore are like now in daytime TV because oh. Steve finally evacuated. Well, <laughs> when you get a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, you get to bring a couple plus ones and usually they should be people also within the industry, like recognizable faces so that it makes like a media moment of it, right? Yeah. yeah. Kelly chose to bring her plus ones, Simon Cowell, Paula Abdul, Randy Jackson. The people that essentially kickstarted her entire career. I, I will never forget the moment she won. I will never forget that moment. I still remember the moment she won. Yeah. It was Just, a moment Justin in Justin Guarini up there with his hair. <laughs> never to be seen again. Like filmed Justin and Kelly and yeah. then never to be seen again. Now he's like an accountant somewhere. Oh, Justin. <laughs> and he's watching Kelly Clarkson at lunch every day. Come on by the singing accountant, Justin Guarini, CPA. Could have been me. <laughs> I thought it was really sweet that she brought the original judges from American Idol. And also, they just all look so different. Randy Jackson? Yeah. Have you seen him? I feel. Did he lose a lot of weight? He did. Yeah. I just, I mean, I'm sure he's doing amazing. I just didn't even recognize him at first. Yeah. But that was, like I said, 20 years ago. The photo's on our Facebook page. And Garth Brooks was also on her show earlier this week. So maybe I'll share some of those clips as well. I like it. Shania Twain dropped new music today. And we're going to play a little bit of it. I got the plug. Also, it's been five years since she dropped any new music. I'm ready. She's done this thing where, like, you know, our artists will try and make the old stuff fresh by saying... 
Ta-da! Remember the album from 1995? Here's a deluxe version. It's remastered with Chris Stapleton. Right. <laughs> I feel like she's done that over the last five years, but her career's definitely having a bit of a resurrection. I mean, she's she's put out a documentary. She performed at Coachella. She's officially ended her Vegas residency, which is opening up a whole new chapter. And now she's doing what she does best. Today, she dropped a new song called Waking Up Dreaming. I don't know why it's throwing share vibes at me. It is. It's so like dancey and not what you would usually expect from Shania. And I'll be honest, the music video was very unexpected. It's David Bowie inspired the 80s hair and makeup. Okay. All the theatrics of it. Lots of bright colors. And I'm not going to lie. It's kind of weird. (laughs) <laughs> it's kind of a weird video, but it's super fun. And it's Shania, so she can do whatever she wants, and everyone's just going to let it happen. Yeah, they're on board with it. Exactly. Whatever you want to do, girl. Yeah, so clearly a new album will be dropping, hopefully by the end of the year. But for now, there's this song, which I think is pretty fun. I feel like it could grow into one of those hits that girls play while they're all getting ready to go out or something. Hey, now. You know? I was going to put that on in the car on my way out of here. Okay, but that kind of music is what you drive home to. You are essentially just a girl getting ready to go out. Luke Holmes and Lainey Wilson go way back, further than you even know. And a couple weeks ago is when Luke Holmes announced that he will be going on his worldwide tour. And he's coming to St. Louis in June at the at Bush Stadium for the Middle of Somewhere tour. And Lainey Wilson is one of those openers on the tour. So she posted essentially to just say congratulations and thank you to him for including her. She posted a photo of, well, a couple photos of them from years back. I want to say like 2015-ish, along with some audio of them singing the song together. says time has done us well thanks for inviting me and congrats on kicking off your tour can't wait to meet you out there in the spring and summer and these pictures they're clearly like in writers rooms they are working on stuff long before anybody actually knew who they were so what you're saying is there's a potential for luke comes to show up at jingle fest no (laughs) (laughs) they need to sing that song together what are you talking about no one even knows what that song is i don't think it ever became anything at all do you think, uh, and I've I've had this conversation with artists before, how much say do they have with who opens for them? You know what I mean? On I tour, like I think they have a lot. It's either, everything feels strategic to me from when you're playing the label game. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like they're actually really good friends though. Yeah, I think, I think when artists are choosing someone to go on tour with, you do get a big say in it, especially if you were like, no, I'm not going with that person. I think the label essentially has to honor that. But 
you can't be too crazy about it. <laughs> and by choosing Lainey Wilson to go on tour with him, I think it fits. I think her style of country fits nicely in with his. Yeah, for sure. And the story that they have known each other for a long time is super cute. I just, I think it's so wild and fun to find out who these artists came up alongside the way that Tim and Kenny probably have stories and FGL and Tyler Hubbard probably have stories. Cause like, it's cool to not just be reaching your own dreams, but seeing your friend across the street also reaching theirs yeah. when you all had nothing to begin with. Sounds like Lainey Wilson's about ready to go. So uh, I would say Jingle Fest is when you need to see her first. And then you can go to Bush Stadium in June. Are Blake Shelton and Brantley Gilbert having a farm off? And what does that even mean? <laughs> you probably remember uh, about a week or so ago, maybe two. We played some audio of Blake Shelton out there on his tractor, on his farm, living that life, and kind of talked about that as well. Well, Brantley Gilbert, Gilbert saw it and says that he wanted to have his word in there too. Blake Shelton, I sent you TikTok. It's a cool tractor. Here's the deal, man. Real tractors are green. Real tractors are green. Real tractors are green. Blake Shelton had a capota, so it was like, orange or red. Yeah. I don't know. I think he uh, is, I think Kubota is orange. Right. Brantley was in a John Deere. Yeah. Uh, this is like the Chevy Ford rivalry. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, they're both going to get the job done, but. Now also in the video, Brantley says he doesn't want to ruin the surprise that he and Blake have stirring up. And I don't know what exactly that means. Maybe they could be holding their own little FFA games. I'd like to see those two toss Man, a hay bale higher than us. That would be awesome. I know. I mean, we if, should get them in on. With how tall Blake Shelton is, he could probably just like dunk it. <laughs> Lift it over. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> but if I had to guess, it would be that maybe Blake is inviting Brantley to open up some shows with him. Maybe they're going to go on tour. Maybe they just have a song being released together. But yeah. I think that this is a fun new way to kind of promote that without promoting it before we all know. I would love this because I, we haven't heard from Brantley in a while. I think he's just kind of taken it easy over the last couple years. Yeah. And I really want... I mean, he was my prediction for this year. We still have time for Brantley Gilbert to pop off in 2022. That's true. <laughs> John Deere Green. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> do that impression for him next time we see him. There's more on the Facebook page. You gotta do something. Because these artists, they just keep falling off stage. First, it was Luke Bryan. Well, he's been doing it a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's typical. He, he stays falling off the stage. When you're moving that much and drinking that much, it just, it happens. But most recently, Post Malone in St. Louis got pretty injured, falling yeah. from the stage. And just like yesterday or the day before, Tim McGraw playing a show in Arizona. I'm sorry, this was on Saturday. Tim McGraw, 55, falls off the edge of a stage. Uh. And here's the thing. Like, if you watch the video, which is on our Facebook page, 92.3 WIL, you can see he's kneeling down back to the crowd because he was kneeling down facing his band as they were like playing their goodbye yeah. riff. The finale. Yes. Yeah. And as he goes to stand up, he just gets a little wobbly. Next thing you know, he just wobbles right off the side of the stage. <laughs> and the fans were right there. Like they really, they caught him in a way so that he essentially landed on his feet, which is good. He's safe. Everything's cool. And he played it off pretty well. 
But I'm like, what do we need to do here? Do we need to get those little LED strips to line the sides of the stage and anywhere where you could fall? Mm -hmm. Do we need a little railing set up so that like the people right in front of Pitt, there's a railing between you and the artist? For the older artists, maybe, yeah, railing would help. I feel like a railing around the stage. Hello, something's <laughs> gotta happen. These artists are flying off stage left and right, and we also know that there, a lot of damage can come from that. We've seen artists get really hurt in the past from this. I've come up with a solution. Okay. So there's that area between like the pit and the stage where security usually is kind of hanging out. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about that. It's like a void two foot. Yeah. Airbags. You gotta <laughs> put airbags. Those gymnastics airbags, or what would be cooler? trampolines so if they fall they just bounce right back up what's up you know oh, what i mean my no and what we do in the parent world with toddlers and infants is we put rubber corners on everything so i think we're gonna have to to rubberize the stage too for these guys because they just can't stay on stage anymore they're as bad as kids i don't get why this hasn't already happened i know i don't get why the edges aren't rounded i don't get why there's not padding down below consult with your boy i'm all about safety i'm all about safety <laughs> Look at me over here, just being safe. Okay. <laughs> All the production companies in town listening to this, they're going to be like, oh, yeah. it's just more work. Well, it needs to happen. It's 2022 and we can't have Tim McGraw breaking ankles, falling off stage. He didn't, but he could have. He's might too old for that. He's done his time. You they know? might want to jump off stage at that point. Into the airbag or into a foam pit. Oh, yeah. On, it would make su such a better spot. Put a ball a pit ball down pit. there. Let's go. What a spectacle. And they, they jump off the stage and of balls. Come on. I mean, we're just we're just revolutionizing concert going right now. This is one of those times when you're like, man, someone should invent this. If you're listening, someone should invent this. You got balls? Put them in the pit. Casey covers country. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home-trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.